it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationships, well-being and yoga. And today my very special guest is with me. Her name is Wendy Nash and Wendy is a meditation coach and has a four-year somatic psychotherapy diploma which she uses to inform her work with meditation clients. So welcome, thank you for being here. Thank you very much. And just because I always think it's really important to, to a few things is... Um, in order to know where we're going, we have to know where we've come from. And I just wanted to say that I'm calling from Aboriginal land and that this particular country is called Gabi Gabi country. Oh, so wow. uh, it's really important to respect the elders past and present and emerging um, because it really sets, you know, these people have respected the land for 70,000 years, That's which amazing. we have somehow managed to trash in about 300. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's really important to recognise they've actually been taking really good care of the land and we haven't been doing quite such a good job of it. No, but no, nonetheless, no. that's where we've come from and that's where we're going to and that's part of our current place. I love that start. That's amazing. It's really lovely. <laughs> and how did you kind of get into meditation? Like, did you, have you always done it as a, since a child or, yeah, what was your story behind it? No, basically I had a really bad time in my divorce and I had a, I was seeing a counsellor and she said, you really need to chill. And so she just basically told me I had to, she's a very good Zen practitioner. And uh, so she, she was really, it was really super important. I was really happy to have that I did that. And well, clearly 20 years later, here I am. And it's been fantastic. And and it's kept me sane in some really difficult times when I've been in um, difficult employment situations or I had a bad time a couple of years ago coming back to Australia. I've been living in Oxford for four years and I came back and it was just kind of kept me sane. So, yeah, it, it's absolute foundation to where I am. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have a specific one that you go to or is it just whatever you feel like doing? Do you do you have like a guided one or do you do it yourself? So I do it myself. I'm not I'm not very good at listening to people. There you go. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I had to learn that one. Um so I just like to do my own thing. And so what I what I do, I've done there's a couple of practices that I find really good. And what I do when, when I've got a problem, you know, we all have things that we're sort of like mulling over in our mind. So what I do is I bring that to mind and then I go, what am I not seeing about this? And that helps me kind of see, gain a bit more clarity about it. And often there's an emotion that I don't want to own, like I'm just actually really disappointed or I feel hurt or something like that. 
So that, um, and I've also got another practice which I've really started doing. I am not a sort of a tidy, clean person. I'm, I didn't get that gene. I, was, I always had wished that I had been born with that gene that goes, wow, I'm going to make it super clean here. I, uh, that was not my thing. <laughs> so there is a, one called Leave No Trace. And once I read this, I thought this is completely brilliant. And, you know, when you say you brush your teeth in the morning and the evening, and after you, you wipe down the basin, and then you get another cloth and you make it dry. And then you have a clean basin. And then on the weekend, you don't have to worry about cleaning that basin because it's already done. And you can do the same with the dishes. So uh, my partner and I, we've just moved into a new house, into a new city. And uh, we just started this thing where when we've eaten dinner, eaten breakfast, we put the dishes in the sink and then we wash them and we dry them and then we put them in the cupboard straight away. And then we've got a nice clean sink and we never have to think, oh, my goodness, look at that pile of dishes. That is so depressing. I'm going to spend all weekend cleaning because I don't have to spend a weekend cleaning because the house is really easy to clean because half of it, three quarters of it is already done because I do it as I go. So that's the other one I do. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't stand like a, uh, I don't know, a dirty house or, or yeah, if there's if there's stuff we always wash up from breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> I think I've been yeah. taught as a child to do that as well because my parents did it. So yeah, no, that's so good. And how do you help your clients? Like what do they come to? Like what are their pain points, I suppose, for you to help them? So I work with a lot of startup founders. So people who are starting their business, they have to deal with co-founder conflict. Um, and that's a big one. So I'm working with a, a guy at the moment and he's in this startup with his partner, his intimate partner, and their communication skills aren't great. Mm -hmm. So they have that at home. They have that in the business. You, and they both have kind of communication styles which are not helpful. So that's, it's a big thing because it can really, that's actually the biggest reason why, why startups fail is co-founder conflict. Uh, the other one is funding rejection. Um, and you know, you know what it's like when you go and do something and someone says, yeah, that's fine, but we don't actually want to support you in that. It's devastating. Brings up a lot of fear of failure, brings a lot of sense of, disappointment and hurt and wasn't I good enough and all that sort of stuff so there's a lot of shame and guilt humiliation so I work a lot with that and I work a lot there's another meditation practice which I really like and this was absolutely fantastic it was when I was living in the UK actually I started I got I found this book called Awakening Through Love by John McCransky oh. it's my absolute go-to book do you know it Yes, yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't read it yet, though. I, that's on my list. I need to do it. <laughs> okay, so you just do one chapter and then you stay with that one chapter because it's got a practice in there and you do that and you do that for, I don't know, I mean, I'm quite an experienced meditator, so I just do it for six weeks. But I've had clients who've been stuck on chapter one for like four <laughs> months because they're still trying to figure it all out. But one of the things it does is uh, it's, there's a couple in there and one is to think back to early life and Find anybody who's been kind to you in a moment. So you might have a really terrible relationship with your 
brother or sister or someone now, but there were times when they were really fantastic. And so one of those practices to get to do that, and that helps see that we come more, we have more positive things than perhaps we might want to identify with. Because for me, you know, it was all terrible and it was woeful and I had nobody loved me. And so, um, and so that helps me remind me of actually there was a lot more to do with that and another one that's associated with that is if you go back to this time yesterday so it's what time in the morning for you it's 9 30 in the morning yes yeah. 20, 20 to 10 yeah and if you think back to this time yesterday what you were doing and looking for acts of generosity so say somebody you know one of your kids did something really nice for you you know I love you mummy or whatever it is I don't know how old your kids are maybe they're a bit older yeah than that. no they're eight and four so yeah they still do that <laughs> okay um or maybe your your husband um went and bought you something like my partner came home last night and he brought me a bunch of flowers it was really oh, beautiful nice. and he just said oh they look really beautiful and I thought you would like them and so that was that you know and so just going through the day and maybe someone made you a cup of tea or wrote you an email or um uh, you know there's a myriad there's myriad things that people do for each other and to just really focus on the things how to receive gracefully. So when your one of your ch children or your husband does something and that you take a moment to pause and really acknowledge the time, effort, thoughtfulness and care that they have taken out of their life in order to do something kind for you. That's really sweet but, as well. I really love that because actually, yes, yesterday I did get an email from a lady who I did a podcast for a couple of weeks ago and she wrote just, just two, three words just to say, thank you. I'm so grateful. I was like, wow, that's really lovely. And I just sat on it for about five minutes thinking that is lovely. That is really, really nice. And then I wrote one back saying, oh, I'm really grateful. Thank you. So <laughs> yeah, that's really true, actually, because it does make you feel good. And then it brings in all of the, the goodness that you need well yeah and then it stops feeling you feeling so depleted because one of the things when you're a startup founder is that it's all going out and there's a lot of noise there's a lot of stuff going on people are giving you contradictory ideas of this that and all the rest and you should do this or you should do that it's very hard to hear your own voice and if you sort of have someone speaking if you remember what is good in your day you really can just you have a bit more buffer to be able to withstand the pushes and the pulls and the negatives. So that's, yeah. That's beautiful. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And how do they, so they come to you and like we've just said, yeah, they're, they're really, they don't know where to go. They're feeling deflated because they haven't got what they want or yeah, what they've been working for. And that's only natural as well to feel that way. So then when you're doing a meditation or you're putting yourself in a different mindset, does then that give off the good hormones and like the serotonin in your feeling a lot better about yourself or that you can come from a different place and a different angle, look at it at a different angle? Yeah, both of them. Yeah. yeah, it's not binary. It's like everything is cumulative and it makes you feel connected to people. It stops you feeling so isolated, particularly, you know, in this pandemic COVID world and people are a bit 
you know, we're all a little bit afraid of people at the moment, I think. I certainly feel like that. I feel a little bit more edgy. I'm quite a sociable person. But I just sort of sit there going, oh, I don't know. Do I want to go out? They're like maybe big and scary. And I sort of feel a bit like um, when I was a kid doing the brownies and they might be, they might not like me. They've yes. got that edge, you know, <laughs> happening with me again. So, yeah, it just helps with feeling connected as well. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Welcome, dear one, to Paradise. We are Collective Seeking Paradise. It is a feeling, not a place. And we believe that we hold all wisdom for healing. We share our experiences throughout our journeys, as well as gain tools and support to flow through life's highs and lows. We are here on a soul mission to guide each other through the process of finding the path to paradise. Now we have incredible news for you. In spring 2022, we are expanding our services to include our own app called Paradise Movement. And we want to offer you exclusive access. This will include to have our virtual sanctuary as you know it, Paradise Movement. However, with the launch of our new app, there will no longer be a third party platform. We will just be a click away. This is a really easy to use app with lots of healing tools, e-programs and courses and lots and lots of healers which will help you on your path. I am one of these healers. So come over to this amazing app. It is incredible. Go to www.paradisemovementmvmnt.com for you to sign up and include yourself in this lifetime access for our full online sanctuary and for you to be healed. would you say meditate for would you say like five minutes or an hour because everybody has this I don't know this thing that oh you need to be sat cross-legged and you need to be a certain way or you need to do it for an hour to even feel something but that's not true is it (laughs) no and I always you know like I get people to start with one minute a day that's really and good. Yeah. I, you, you get the phone, you turn it on to airplane mode, and then you set a timer for 60 seconds and just notice the breath, just the movements of the breath. Very simple, very simple. And then you do that for a week. And then at week two, you might go, well, I can do two minutes today. And you do that for a week. The important thing is really just to set up the routine because you know what it's like. It takes ages to get the hang of a routine because the mind will sit there going, oh, no, I don't have time for this. You know, so you've got to kind of train the mind to go, actually, it's only two minutes. You can do two minutes. Yeah. I had a, a client this evening and she's she's been coming for about, I don't know, seven or eight sessions. And she we started at one minute. And she's got to five minutes and what? her mind, yeah, and her mind is sitting there going, no, I'm not going to meditate. And I said, that's fine, not a problem. So um, because her mind's rebelling. So it's really important to kind of there's something important to be heard here as well with rebellion. It takes a time for the mind to, to get the hang of being willing to be part of the process because it's being confronted with a lot of new ways of being it's it's a big big deal I always say start with one minute and the other thing is I've already given one which is to think back 24 hours ago and what did you do and also leave no trace which is um, another one yeah I've also said you know just 
even if you it's not really meditation but um if you if you like cleaning the house <laughs> or going for a run or something like that then you just bring to mind the problem and then what am I not seeing about that go for the run clean the house and the answer will come forward in the time that it comes forward that's sort of not really a meditation but it sort of is because you're sort of training the mind to open to new avenues yeah that is so true as well I think just because especially with how busy we are right now we need to go back to like you were saying earlier or you're in aboriginal land and they never had such busy lives all of the time they just worked with the land they worked with themselves they had a lot of inner guidance and inner work and for some bizarre reason that's just gone in our time now and we need to go back to that and and back to the earth and back to nature and mm. and just yeah if you wanted to go out for a run go out for a run or yeah be in nature because that really brings you back but also you don't have to you don't have to sit like you just said you don't have to sit you can just go for a walk out in nature or whatever because that's bringing you back into where you are yeah, and I think the most important thing really at a really fundamental level is to be kind, like really. So all those things that I've been describing are actually ways of being kind to yourself. So I think some people, you know, and I've certainly been um, a victim of this myself where I've sat down and I've been really hard. And then one client the other day, he said, yeah, whenever I start straining, I get this big, my forehead gets really creased and and the thing is, and he's like, he's meditating, like trying really hard to you know, get some. <laughs> he's got this face happening. But, but, and in fact, what you notice when you start to get really tight like that, so you, you would know this one. And actually, if you, what you can do if you feel your face is getting really tight is just to, um, uh, how do you say this, peripheral vision. So yeah. feel into the peripheral vision because when you get the sort of, tight face in your frown forehead's browning or whatever then yeah it just a simple cure for that is to think uh is to be sidewards and the other one you're a yoga practitioner so you would know this one and the other one is the box breathing except that I'm really bad at geometry so I may have, so it's three sides which are all different lengths <laughs> So you breathe in for the count of four, hold for two, and then out for six. And of course, this the longer the out. So what I don't know if you 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 would obviously know this one, but the in breath is to trigger the sympathetic nervous system. So that's the arousal. Uh, the holding the breath is to slow down the heart, and then the out breath. And the reason why it's longer is that it's to trigger the parasympathetic nervous system. And you can do that before you go into a meeting or say you've got your toddler in front of you and they're having a really bad temper tantrum. You can just do that one. So, yeah. That's amazing. And actually, I was teaching her. She's four. Yeah, the other day she had a major meltdown and I was like, right, let's do Or they were arguing and they were both annoyed with each other. And I just brought her upstairs and I said, right, let's sit down. Let's look into each other's eyes and breathe. And I was teaching her the, the square breathing, box breathing. And she just burst out laughing because she couldn't hold her breath or whatever. I was like, there you go. You don't even have to. You've come out of your whatever it was that you were annoyed about. <laughs> But it's so good, even to teach children. It is, yeah, it really does work. And and it works for anything and any body or any um, 
any situation that you're in it's incredible <laughs> yeah you can do that when you're standing in the queue at the supermarket you know yeah you know oh, it's taking so long la, 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 la. you know yeah yeah, yeah. and just be grateful for something as well like bring in breath work but also be grateful that you are just about to buy this food that some people don't have so yeah you can do it both ways that's amazing yeah the only thing I would say about the gratefulness thing is I find sometimes it can be a bit more doing you know, I'm supposed yeah. to be really grateful and I'm sort of like gritting my teeth. I'm so grateful. <laughs> yes. And I think if I feel like it's an act of kindness to myself, then I'm all good with that. But if it's this kind of, I must be grateful for the little I get, I see there is a crumb there and it's all I've eaten for a week, then, you know, there's something about, yeah, like let's be kind, you know, and let's yeah. not make it. Hurt. Yeah. And what are two takeaway points from today's conversation? I don't know. What do you think? What are the two? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, box breathing. <laughs> Maybe meditation have this, people have this idea that meditating is a big deal, yeah. that it's a big thing. It's really, it's not a big thing. Um, it, and you don't have to sit down. You don't have to take it. Don't take it seriously. I think we'll put two of them together. Be kind. <laughs> And don't take it seriously because life is way too short to, to take seriously. I mean, yeah, so, and chances are you're probably wrong most of the time. I asked this to, to one of my clients and he's a software developer and uh, a software designer. And I said, so how much do you think you're, like if you think about all the software development in the whole wide world and how much can you be 100% that you absolutely, absolutely know? So you might say yoga, for instance, yeah? You know lots about yoga. That's your special field, mastermind special topic. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, you, but probably you know about 2 to 5% about that you can be absolutely unequivocally 100% sure about, yeah? Yeah. You're probably maybe a good hunch, another 15%, 20%, something like that, which means basically 80% chance you're probably wrong. Yeah. <laughs> a really good chance. So there's no point getting too caught up with being right. You know, I come from a very self-righteous family. You know, everyone's very right and we're all really criticised if we're wrong and being hypocritical. And it's like, well, yeah, of course I'm hypocritical. I'm human. You know, I love being yeah. hypocritical. Yeah. yeah. So, and I love to be wrong. And it's when you're wrong, then it's, then it doesn't, nothing really matters, you know, like then, then you've got new doors and possibilities. You know, I read on your profile earlier on that you said that you went through a bad time in your marriage and, and then it was because you were really wrong and you went, we're doing this wrong. And yep. then the new things open. So that's, that's that process. So there's the takeaway messages for you. I have about five. Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. That's perfect. And where can we find you? What's your website? So it's a brand new website. I'm hoping the contact box works now because it wasn't working before. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's www.kindlycutthecrap dot com friend of mine in oxford he said yeah my friend of mine in oxford he said that you could never use that at oxford and like, yeah, I <laughs> but if the contact box doesn't work then it's wendy at kindly cut the crap dot com and i also have a linkedin profile so yeah perfect oh thank you i will put those in the in the box down below but thank you so much it's been amazing i've really enjoyed it
Oh, fantastic. You're such a wonderful host. Thank you oh, very thank much you. for letting me be on your show and, and yeah, just giggling as much as me. So that's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> that's fun. Thank you yeah. so much. It's my pleasure. You have a good day. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon. Music